Welcome to Growing Your Team, a podcast designed for small business owners seeking to grow their company with the help of employees and contractors. Your time is limited, which means growing and leveraging teams is essential for business success. The Growing Your Team podcast is the place to learn tips and techniques designed to help you know when it's the right time to hire, how to select perfect fit team members, and how to maximize productivity while creating a positive work environment. Drawing from her 10 plus years of leadership and hiring experience, here is your host, Jamie Van Kike. Hello, Jamie Van Kike here and welcome to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, we are talking about one of the top ways to have team members want to stay with your company for the long term. Because that's what we all want, right? We all want team members that once we hire them and train them and invest in them, that they want to stay with our company and continue producing awesome work, helping us serve our clients, and being a part of that forward momentum. So how do you get employees to want to stay? One of the top ways is listening to their ideas. This can be a really hard thing to do as a business owner because the ideas of the business are our ideas. They weren't something that someone handed to us. They are the ideas that we came up with. They are what has gotten us to where we are today. So having someone tell us, maybe we should try something different can be hard to hear. But here's the reality. Your team members want to feel that they are valued within your company. And one of the ways to do this is to say that you value not only the time that they're giving you and the hard work that they're giving you to put together whatever they're doing for your business or the services that they're providing for your business, but showing that you value their minds and their ideas. So here's what you should do when a team member comes to you with new ideas. The first is say no, but explain why it won't work. You should tell them, how their idea might negatively impact the client, how it goes against your missions or values, or how you tried it before because it sounds awesome, but in reality, for the execution in your business, it just doesn't work. The other option is figure out a way to test it in a small scale. So that way, you're seeing if their idea is really a good idea And if it's not a good idea, they're seeing it in action as well and can understand why you're going to go back to the old way and not adapt this new way of doing things. And then a third option is go all in and implement their idea. Understand that other people have a different point of view and sometimes that point of view and that opinion is what you need to get your business to the next level. In our minds, we only have so much knowledge, so much expertise. Sometimes we don't have it all. We don't have everything we need. And getting an outsider's perspective and a new way of doing things can be amazing for business growth. I was recently talking to a business owner who became a business owner because she was constantly told no. We're not trying anything new because this is the way it's always been done over and over and over again when she was working for other companies. It crushed her spirit. She realized that the company didn't actually care about her. 
They just cared about the work that was produced. And anybody else could come in and do that work in the method it had always been done. So she wanted to feel valued as a person. She wanted to feel like she was a part of the company's forward movement and not just a revenue generating cog in the wheel of the business. So what did she do? She decided to go out on her own. Now, I want to tell you a little personal story about how listening to someone's ideas can lead to something that you truly want. As I'm recording this, I am a few days past my nine year wedding anniversary with my husband. When we got married, we actually got married at one of the local aquariums, the Floater Aquarium, which was never a wedding venue that was on my mind. Who gets married at the aquarium? To me, it seemed kind of silly. But let me tell you how we got here and how we ended up having our wedding at the aquarium. My husband wanted to get married on the beach. I didn't. Who wants to deal with sand in their wedding dress or while they're wearing heels? And the summer that we got engaged, I went to two beach weddings and they were miserable as a guest. You're sitting there sweating as you're waiting for the bride and groom to start the the ceremony. And as a woman, you're wearing a dress that might be airy and flowy. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you have men all around in suits, pants, long sleeves, jackets, and everyone is just miserable. So I was like, I don't want sand as a bride, and I don't want to put my guests through that miserable sun and, and everything. So I said, no, a beach ceremony is not an option. However, I am open to having a reception at a place that overlooks the beach or overlooks the water in some capacity. So we decided to start looking at reception venues that were on the beach. When I was looking on the one wedding website for beach wedding venues, the aquarium was on the list. Not exactly a beach, but I guess water, fish, it was categorized with them. I jokingly turned to my now husband and said, hey, Tarek, we can get married at the aquarium. Completely joking. Never in a million years was that where I wanted to get married. And his response was, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Let's do it. Let's schedule a visit. Clearly, he missed my joke. But I had a choice here. I could say, no, I was just joking. We are not getting married there. But I knew from gauging his input of, yeah, let's go visit, that it was something he really wanted to do. So if I shot down this idea, I was then running the risk of for the rest of the wedding planning, anytime I went to go get his opinion, that he would answer, why are you asking me? You're just going to do whatever you want anyway, and then not be any help. And I wanted him a part of the process. So my other choice was to say, yes, we'll go book a meeting with the wedding planner there. And in my mind, I was like, and you'll see for yourself why this is not a good idea. Well, I think you can kind of guess what happened because I told you that that's where we got married. We went, we fell in love with it. It was perfect for us. There was not anything about the venue that we didn't like. We made sure after that to go to a few other places as well. And any other place we went to, we found ourselves comparing it. Oh, it doesn't have this. It doesn't have that. And so for us, getting married there was the perfect place. But if I wasn't open to those 
if I, excuse me, if I wasn't open to my husband's opinion and taking his point of view and saying, well, let's try it because there's no harm in trying and going and exploring this idea a little bit more, we would have had a completely different wedding. Yes, I'm sure it would have been nice and it would have been magical and we would still have the wonderful marriage we have today no matter where we got married. But because I listened to his idea, that day ended up being exactly what was right for us and perfect in almost every way. So you got to listen to people's ideas. You have to understand that you don't have everything that your business needs, that your employees want to be engaged in a deeper level. They want to know that they can make an impact. And when you, you can't take their ideas and when you can't execute their ideas, they want to at least know why. And let me tell you, because it's always been done this way or I just don't think so or anything along those lines is not going to be what they want to hear. They really want to know why. Back when I was leading my last team in corporate, I had a team member that would come to me all the time with ideas. Or after I was saying, hey, this is going on with this other team, they're gonna be implementing this. He would come to me and say, well, did they think about this? Did they think about that? He was always bringing my ideas my way. And sometimes because I had more knowledge than they did about the company and what was going on in a leadership perspective, I knew that sometimes his ideas weren't gonna work or that the teams tried it or stuff like that. So we would have these great conversations of why what he was saying wouldn't work or that they already tried it so he would know, yeah, other people thought about that too. We did, we explored it. It just didn't work out the way we needed. But do you wanna know what ended up happening? This employee kept bringing his ideas to the table. He kept questioning things. He kept saying, what about this? And there were times when he brought things to the table that was critical in getting us on the right path. He would bring up, did they think about this? And our answer would be, oh my gosh, you're right, nobody thought about that. Let's go and do a quick evaluation to make sure we're good in that area before we move forward. But if I just sat there and crushed all his ideas and said, nope, we're not doing that, he would never been encouraged to bring up the ideas that actually mattered, the ones that we could execute, the ones that were so innovative for the company that they made long-term impact, positive impact. Let's wrap up here for today. And just remember, one of the number one ways to keep your team members engaged with your company, one of the number one ways to turn that engagement into long-term team members is to listen to their ideas because they have ideas that are not yours. They have ideas that bring a different perspective. They have ideas that are going to bring your business to the next level. So whether it's your employees or the contractors you work with, listen to them, hear them, and then see, is this possible? What will happen if I implement this? You will be surprised sometimes what will happen. And not only are you keeping your team members long-term, you're able to do things in your business and reach revenue levels that you never thought were possible or you're able to get there quicker. So listen to your employees, listen to your team members, listen to your contractors, engage them, and implement their ideas when possible, but always, always, always create an environment where they never stop being innovative and bringing things and new ideas to your attention. 
All right, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, go ahead, leave a review. When you leave a review, it helps other people know that this is a podcast worth worth listening to when they want to get tips on how to hire and lead the teams that they need for their business. So if you haven't already done so, leave a review, let us know how we're doing, and I look forward to talking with you again next week where we are going to have an amazing guest on that's going to get us into some of the conversations about identifying our strengths as business owners and how we can identify the strengths within our team members and leverage them for business success. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Growing Your Team with your host, Jamie Van Kite. Be sure to subscribe and head on over to growingyourteam.com to connect, access the show notes, and discover more ways to hire and leverage your perfect fit team.